listening to The Candy Shop Talk, brought to you by Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Research, and hosted by Kevin W. Grossman. Because improving candidate experience always impacts the business bottom line. Welcome to another episode of the Candy Shop Talk, everybody, and, and where we talk about how improving candidate experience impacts recruiting and the business for the better. With me today is Kevin Stakelum, who's the Talent Acquisition Director for Humana, a Fortune 73 health and wellness company. Welcome, Kevin. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Excellent. Thank you. So, Kevin, let's start off first. Tell us a little bit more about your background and what led you to this role at Humana before we even dive into talking candidate experience? Well, my background's uh, varied. I, um, I actually started in, an, in a different field in food service management and then got o- moved over into recruiting um, a long time ago. Uh, worked at a couple small shops and then got, uh, got a job at Microsoft as a recruiter and then stayed there. I was there for 14 years. Wow. As both a contractor and full-time associate, and and left there as a manager, and um, the experience that, that I gained there um, really did help to prepare me for this this uh, engagement. That's been super exciting, and um, it's been all that I could have uh, asked for it to be. Um, so you know, and then now I, I get to to lead a great team of people that um, many of which have been on the journey w- with me for four years. They were, you know, some were here when we started and some sure. we hired along the way and it's a great team and we're doing some really cool stuff. And so we're really excited about it. Excellent. Tell us about your candidate experience journey. So from the moment you got on board at Humana, what was already being done to date and what did you actually help to kind of drive from that point on? Um, I don't know that that there was a lot of focus on just candidate experience. It was, more, it was focused on execution, you know, execution, executing really well. Sure. You always wanted to take care of the candidate, but you didn't design, you didn't necessarily design processes specifically for that, or at least not in my experience. It was more about design a good process and execute it well, and the candidate experience will, will come, right? Because um, we certainly always cared about the candidate. But... Um, but what happened was we started a um, looking at things differently. It was budget driven at first. Sure. I knew they were going to cut my budget. I knew that, um, that I wasn't going to be able to continue to grow it. That I'm sure that sounds really familiar to, to the industry, right? No, absolutely. So I had an idea around um, video interviewing and the video interviewing you know, I knew exactly how we were going to use it. It was going to cut cycle time. It was going to save yep. us on, on um, travel, and that's it. That's what's going to happen, right? Yeah. I just knew it. Well, the vendor I got was Montage. At the time, they had a video. They had a recorded video, recorded audio option that I just, I just, I had no intention of using. It wasn't going to work here, but I like the the fact that there's options for the future. So I'm going to go with them. Right. Well, about this time, our company started transforming, and our company started moving more to a candidate experience emphasis. Right. And as they, as the company was moving, I started thinking differently. Like, you know, wow, if they're going to a a customer experience move, 
we really need to start thinking about our own processes and, and procedures because the people we hire are going to are the ones who are going to deliver the customer based experience of the company. Right. And so we kind of need to start thinking about that, right? So about that time, I was aware, I became aware of um, the candies. That was, I believe it was four years ago, right? Uh The first year, I had no real way of measuring an experience other than surveys. Right. But they were all surveys generated by me, right? Right, right. I I heard of the candidate experience uh, survey. Well, it was, at that time, it was, I didn't consider it a contest. I just considered it as, we'll go through first, the first phase, and we'll get the benefit of their survey and any benchmark data they can give us, like, we'll we'll see where we are but we're we're not going to go we're not going to compete because uh, you know we just i don't think we're in that stage of our development but you did though That's well the first time the first time we pulled that was 4 years ago right. we just got the right right it was the second year right the second year and i said okay the survey was useful it, you know it's an important part of of our self reflection sure. Because it's the it's the one survey I use that's externally delivered, right? I, I survey my people on an ongoing basis, but it's all internally driven. And we find value in having and have hearing of the opinion and being exposed to other companies that are doing this externally, right? right. So we we went ahead and got the survey done, and then it was time for the um, to decide whether we were going to continue into the content, you know, into the competition, right? And that year, it was affiliated, if I remember, some of my memory may be incorrect, but it was affiliated with an event in Las Vegas. Yes, well, it was affiliated in, in the context of us actually presenting the awards to those that, that were chosen to win. So, not, so, yes, affiliated with HR Technology Conference and Expo. Okay. But, right. Yeah, right. So, <laughs> so, my idea was, let's go ahead and compete. I'll send some of my top performers to Vegas as an, as an award. Right, and because we're still too early to 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 really be recognized here, right? Uh, surely everyone else is further along than us, and so that that was kind of our, uh, you know, that's kind of what we did is we sent some people to Vegas, and we got a call that said, you know, we won. Yeah, and it was a big. It's one of those things, right? You you always look at all the negative things that you do when you kind of see all the mistakes and you don't you don't realize that wow we were really doing some things you know so our confidence got got raised and again this transformation of the company then we start and we had we now had this technology so now we come in and we say okay now if we're going to create an experience for candidates Uh now what are we going to do that's when we started using the the electronic components we started putting um we we continued to get uh complaints about feedback or i didn't even get noticed that they accepted my resume right. so we, we 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 used the technology we had and put started putting more and more um you know questionnaires at the beginning so that okay i'm gonna tell you sooner and you may not like the fact that it was electronically driven but at least you know that your qualifications were seen or, and were considered, and it was fairly considered. Right. And, and, 
And that's and that's and that's where you just hit on a, one a critical point, and that's just acknowledgement, mm -hmm. right? Acknowledgement, and then the second step is closure. So at the, at a minimum, at a minimum, if you're if you're doing that, you're at least you're serving that customer as 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 the candidate mm -hmm. um, at, at the very least, right? Anything you do above and beyond that, which I know Humana has done, right. then then you're exceeding then you're exceeding expectations, and there's a perceived fairness and your thinking and providing feedback. But you know, you hit on something, Kevin, that I am, am a big fan of is the fact that you were, it wasn't about candidate experience improvement first, it was about recruiting process and recruiting improvements first and, and all about how that impacts the business bottom line. That is critical, it is really important. And then, then when you have some of that foundational aspect in place and you have the right process and technologies, then it's like, okay, Let's deal. Let's let's serve better. Serve our customers again as the applicants and candidates, right? And it sounds like that's what you've done. And and keep in mind what I'm describing here was it was two three years ago, right? So sure. now through the journey, yeah, we've started. Um, we've started doing a lot of different things. Um, we used to have we used to do volume hiring, and we would you know get everybody to come in. We we run them through a process. And then two or three weeks later, we'd let people know how, how they did. Right. But we came in and said, you know, from a candidate experience, you're asking these people to come spend a day with you. And do you really need to wait two weeks? Right. Oh, exactly. Right. Right. What, if we, what yeah. if we let them know at the end of the day? What if we said, here's your offer or sorry, not, not right now because. Right. What would that do to their experience? Right. Well, then what we started finding was because the experience went up, that's an improved experience. People started saying, even if I don't like the outcome, I will have an answer today. And that's enough to make me, you know, take a day or, or, or take some time. Then it became an experience. Right. You could create the experience. You could have people come in and, and welcome the group and, and be much more transparent. And by the end of the day, they get offers. Right, right now, from a business perspective, I'm saving the business money. Right, I'm cutting. Down, we we started getting better interviewed off ratios. Sure. We started down the number of interviews that they had to conduct. We that they would know by the end of the day, or they or they would know within three or four days how much, how many of the people accepted their offers. Right. So, so, okay, Kevin, I wanna, speaking of that, when, with saving the business money um, and, and any of the other metrics that you're tracking in, in, as it relates not just to candidate experience, but uh, the overall impact on recruiting and, and the business, how do you present that information to the leadership team? Like, what is it that you're measuring and how, how do you present that data to, to leadership? So we have, there's a couple of different things. We have one that's a VP scorecard that, okay. that I created. Uh, it was not. It was not done to me. It was. It was created by me with mm -hmm. our analytic uh, human resources analytics team, and that is a pretty broad stroke, right? It's got maybe twenty items. So it's not really. It's not really designed to necessarily determine improvement areas. It's designed to track the broad areas that we have meaningful engagement in. Sure. Right? right, so that so that a VP isn't saying, okay, how many hires you made? It's like, okay, how many hires you made? How's your customer satisfaction survey scores doing? How's your candy your candy surveys doing? We put the candy survey scores in there. Right. How's your engagement survey? How's your you know? So we walk 
the leader through, it's, it's my VP, but we present this to the CHRO and, and, and the executive teams as well. We walk them through the aspects that we think are most important in terms of how we're doing, right? Then if I'm going like to want a C-suite or something, the summary, we talk about cost per hire um, as, it, as it's benchmarked against external, uh, you know, external data. Um, we do talk about, and, and we pull highlights. We talk about can, uh, hire manager satisfaction, candidate satisfaction, both internally and externally. We talk about internal and external mix because we want them to know how we're doing there. Um, and so we'll pull things from that master scorecard based on what I want to highlight to them. But one of the big things, of course, is cost per hire year over year and compared to, to external benchmarks. Right. You know, when I get to a C-suite, that's what we talk about. And then we also, we do track savings to the business. So when we come in and we improve a process, uh-huh. we actually put a dollar amount to it and come back and say, here's how much we saved the business through our process improvements last year. And that number is staggering, Right. It also helps you know how to engage your team. I mean, part of the reason that we're embracing the video so heavily, I mean, we, we conduct a, approximately an average of 5,000 video interviews per month of some type. That's, that's a really nice clip, and, and, and I'm well above the average, but I'm, it's, it's, I'm excited to hear that because I've always been a huge proponent. Uh, well, of the video interview. So. here's the thing. So when I'm talking to the business, I talk about, look at, at my year-over-year improvement, 20% process improvement for the past three years. Sure. Year-over-year. But from a candidate perspective, I'm sitting there saying, you know what? I understand that you're not available 8 to 5 Eastern Standard Time. And, and I've got recruiters all over the country. Their availability to talk to you should not be dependent on their uh, time zone you know, location compared to yours. Right. So by having the ability to do these recorded interviews, we can go to candidates and say, you know what? Do it on your time. This this was driven originally by our efforts to hire veterans and their spouses. Sure, sure. Oh, that's, those, yes, right. right? Mm-hmm. Both of those populations, the veteran is not in our time, so may not even be in our country. The spouse, he or she's got a full-time job. Sure. Um, and so she might, they may not be able to, to interview until, you know, tonight or two o'clock in the morning. Right. Same thing with nurses. We started using the, the audio on for, to hire telephonic nurses. And we saw our satisfaction go through the roof because they live on the telephone. After their, their midnight shift, they want to be able to spend another hour and finish their, their interview. Right, 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 right. And, and we allow them to re-record so that they're comfortable with what they give to us. And then they, then, you know, they can go do live their lives. And when the recruiter comes in, whenever that is, we're not playing phone tag. We're listening to an, an interview. Right. And we're we're sending that to the hiring managers, you know, like it just totally compresses the, the, the process. And we're trying to redefine what that process looks like for the candidates. Right. And, and and on that note, again, I think it's I, I love the fact that you've had this adoption. I think that's that's amazing because I do think all those things that again that uh, the flexibility of scheduling and the ability for me to have better preparation for this initial screening interview, whatever that level, whatever part of that process it's in, leveraging the video is is, is fantastic. Now, real real quick, um, on in regards to the candy data, so. 
three years in a row, you, you've been a winner. That's great. But as you explained at the beginning of this, of this episode, you, it was all about wanting to get benchmark data at first to be able to compare yourself to the rest of the world and what you're doing well and, and not so well. And I think that's, again, the whole point of participating in the candies from the, from the get-go. Winning awards, that's awesome. But that said, what are, some, what are a couple of examples of candidate data points that came from the research that made a difference in, and an impact on your recruiting processes? Well, one, um, I don't have the exact questions up, but I love the question that says, hey, did your process make you more likely, less likely, or neutral to continue business? You know, it's tying the, the, the experience to the business product. Right, right, right. And we've done very well in that. And so taking that to the CEO um, really drives the value of the, of the candy award. And, you know, it's funny, um, the CHRO of our company, He's in the office. We have a trophy case downstairs where we yeah. put all, where we put all the trophies. He's got two trophy, three trophies sitting on his desk, and they're the candy awards. <laughs> it's all he's got. That's because, great. Because to us, it's more than just a recruiting award. Every single associate who had anything to do with the candidate, any scheduling, any escorting, anything they impacted that. So this is not, yes, the recruiting team drives the activities and yes, we compete for the award, but we see this as a company award because everybody is involved. That's huge. And, and I would, uh, gosh, I would love for you to take a picture of that if you would allow it <laughs> and, I'll and, see if I can do that. I'll and, and share that with us. Cause that's, that's just great. That, that, that um, actually is just very exciting to hear. So listen, I, Kevin, the last thing I want to ask you, and I appreciate your time today for doing the podcast with me, is outside of everything we've talked about, outside of talent acquisition, outside of recruiting, HR, candidate experience, all things that we've been talking about today, what is it that you have a sweet tooth for outside of, outside of work, for that matter? Well, right, right now, uh, let, let's face it, I, I, it's been a few years since I've gone to college. Okay, right? yeah. I'm not going to give you the exact number, but it's <laughs> high-low, it's more than 25. Okay. okay. Sure. Sure. So, um, I've decided to go back and get my executive MBA. Oh, congratulations! That's awesome. And Great. so, so that's been um, eye-opening for me because a lot of things that I that I had learned along the way, I, I'm now learning that other people know about them, and uh, it's it's a little humbling because I thought I had come up with all this cool stuff, and now I find out that no, I didn't. Um, but it is also very beneficial because it does change the way I think and process about, you know, some of the information that I think about. So sure. that's kind of cool. That, so, that, very that cool. One, Congratulations on doing that. That's thank you. Yeah. The, the one thing I want to leave you with is just sure. a little, a little snack. Okay. Yeah. I'm coming, you know, our next vision, our next target. Yep. Please. Candidate experience specifically for internal candidates. Yeah, that's great to hear. By the way, that's right. very, that's I'm I'm another huge proponent of that as well, and I'm glad to hear you're doing that initiative. Right. So, because everybody thinks about it from an external perspective. Right. 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 So that that's my snippet for. Stay tuned. Well, I appreciate it, Kevin. I look forward to hearing more about that because I think that is that is um, uh, something that's quite quite critical because we're constantly re-recruiting those that are already inside. Right. That's the way that it's supposed to work, at least. That's right. When, if, if you want to have another conversation specifically on that, glad to talk to you. We'll, I do, that, we'll do that the, the next time we do this podcast. We'll, so we'll give it some time and love to hear more about how that initiative is okay. playing out.
So, Kevin, listen, thanks again for your time today, and we'll see you out there on the candy, candied road. How's that? There you go. Thanks All a lot. Right. Appreciate it. All right. It. Thanks. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Candy Shop Talk. For more information about Talent Board and the Candidate Experience Awards and Research, please visit www.thetalentboard.org.